Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So 22-year-old North Carolina resident Matthew Bedingfield was out on pretrial release for attempted murder when he went to D.C. with his father. And on November 17th of 2020, Bedingfield wrote to another Instagram user saying, quote, anyone who is Antifa deserves a slow death. They are literally communists. I do not think it means what he thinks it means. <laughs> but anyway, um, as he and his dad approached the Capitol on January 6th, they separated for some reason. And another person who was recording the events that day posted this video that they took on Parlor. This wasn't someone who was with Bedingfield, but he captured some of Bedingfield's and other people's actions. So Bedingfield was seen in this video walking past signs that said area closed <laughs> um, and, you know, barricades. And he was seen walking past officers. And the person who was filming was heard saying, quote, they're moving past the police. They're tearing down barriers. The police are moving. This is actually happening, people. They're going in. This is actually happening. So after Bedingfield and this huge mob overwhelmed the police, they pushed past the barricades. They made their way to the West Plaza. So that's where Bedingfield started attacking officers. Bedingfield maneuvered to the front of the police line and he started kicking at them. He was using his flagpole. He was using it like a spear. He was jabbing at them and stabbing at the officers. Um, Sergeant Aquilino Gonell was one of the officers who was injured by Bedingfield in that part of the attack. Sergeant Gonell provided a victim impact statement that said that Bedingfield hit him in the thighs and in the groin numerous times. And he said, quote, causing excruciating pain. And when other officers ordered Bedingfield to back up, he yelled at them and he said, quote, fuck you, you're on the wrong side. Bedingfield was also seen on video using that same flagpole to swipe at another officer's head. This was while the officer wasn't looking. And then Bedingfield was seen standing back and he gave the Nazi salute. And Bedingfield hit the officers so hard and so many times that it actually bent his flagpole. So he was seen breaking off the damaged piece of that flagpole and then throwing that at the police line. So following the attacks, Bedingfield was seen illegally entering the Capitol and he took part in more violence while he was inside. He was seen on video once again at the front of the police lines. He was with another large group and they pushed against a small group of officers who were trying to prevent the mob from moving further into the building. So only after those police officers doused the crowd with chemicals, and, which included Bedingfield, he finally stopped. And then he was seen entering the office of Kevin McCarthy and he rinsed out his eyes in there and then finally exited the building. In total, Bedingfield was inside the Capitol for 30 minutes and then he was on the Capitol grounds for a total of two hours. So on January 19th of 2022, Bedingfield wrote again to someone on Instagram and he said, quote, I'd like to reclaim America and it is fine if a few of my people's enemies are hurt in the process. And he put hurt in quotes. 
So I think we all know what he means. Um, so Bedingfield was arrested on February 8th of 2022, and he was indicted on charges of civil disorder, two counts of assaulting officers, one of which included dangerous weapon enhancement, um, entering a restricted building or grounds with a deadly or dangerous weapon, disorderly conduct in a restricted building or grounds with a deadly or dangerous weapon, physical violence in a restricted building or grounds with a dangerous or deadly weapon, and then disorderly conduct on capital grounds and physical violence on capital grounds, as well as parading or demonstrating in a capital. In February of 2023, Bedingfield pleaded guilty to one count of assaulting officers, so he was facing up to eight years in prison, three years of probation, and 250000 in fines. However, as usual, the government requested only 42 months in prison, three years of probation, and 2000 in restitution. Their request is a little bit better than normal. You know, it's right in the middle of the recommended sentencing guidelines, um, which I find disturbing. This defendant, in my opinion, deserved the full eight years. And here's why. The probation officer assigned to Bedingfield wrote in his report, his or her report, quote, social media presence both before and after January 6th reveals an express desire to inflict violence on individuals of certain groups, concerns that should be monitored during the period of supervised release to protect the safety of the community. The probation officer also recommended that he take part in anger management treatment while on probation. And as for the attempted murder charge, Bedingfield pleaded guilty to a lesser charge of felonious assault with a deadly weapon, and he was given probation only because it was established, you know, he was robbed by the person he shot in the head. Yeah, seems like maybe he overreacted a bit, right, to being robbed. I mean, most people call the police and report it. Apparently, he was in a Walmart parking lot. He was robbed, and it sounds like by someone he knew, and he just starts opening fire. In fact, the police say they found dozens of bullet casings and bullets. They found bullets in other people's tires. They found them scattered throughout the parking lot. I mean, he could have killed anyone. He could have killed multiple people. And his victim was an underage Hispanic boy. And this throwing of the Nazi salute that he did at the Capitol, that was not just a random one-off thing for Bedingfield, apparently. While he was out on bail for attempted murder charges, prosecutors say that Bedingfield posted racist messages online, including his messages praising Adolf Hitler. I mean, how many is this now? Right? How many January 6th defendants have we now heard of praising Hitler, throwing a Nazi, you know, salute, um, making videos about white supremacy or being followers of white supremacists? I mean, come on. But they're going to tell us, oh, the, everybody there at the Capitol, they were just, oh, these are people who are economically disadvantaged. Oh, it has not, MAGA has nothing to do with racism. Bullshit. Bullshit. And when the FBI searched Bedingfield's phone, they found numerous images of swastikas, pro-Hitler memes, white supremacist memes. They also found messages that um, was, were sent by Bedingfield 
in which he expressed, quote, deep resentment toward Black, Hispanic, Native American, and LGBTQ people. The prosecutor wrote, quote, in some of the messages and exchanges, Bedingfield unabashedly expresses his wish that members of those groups meet a violent end, and in others he expresses a desire to inflict said violence or death on the same. Anyway, um, U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols presided over Bettingfield's case. Uh, for full context, he is a Trump appointee. He is also the only judge to rule that obstructing an official proceeding can't be used against these January 6th defendants, which got knocked down by a higher court because he clearly made a mistake. And I couldn't locate any details about what was said at the sentencing hearing, but Bettingfield was sentenced to 38 months in prison two years of probation and 2000 in restitution. Far too low, far too low for someone who physically harmed officers on January 6th and with his history and his talk of additional violence that he wants to carry out. Anyway, guys, when I hear more about Bettingfield, because I'm betting we will, I will let you know. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if it's possible for you. Um, really appreciate it. It really helps to keep this show going. Love you all. Take care. I'll talk with you soon.